0: cast. My name is Jeff Goki and I am so happy that you have tuned in today. Welcome to episode 168 and welcome. Welcome, welcome to my front porch here in Phoenix, Arizona. Man, I'm telling you, I sit out here early in the morning uh, almost every single day. And it's kind of cool. I've got this headlamp so I can read and I just kind of slow down. I get my cup of coffee, And uh, I just kind of leave the morning open to whatever happens. And so, you know, this morning was like reading and reflecting and kind of wrestling through some things. And, you know, today is Good Friday. So working through that and wrestling through that, you know, because it, you know, I think for most of my life, I've kind of just skipped past it to get to Easter Sunday. Uh, But today I tried to work through that, feel that, feel the emotions around it. Uh, send, feel gratitude just so grateful uh, for his love and his sacrifice right grief a little some grief as a result of understanding my sin my sin my depravity is is what he died for uh, not just for that but for the glory of God but he died to rescue me and my sin was the thing that put him on the cross And so just kind of working through that. And sometimes when you slow down, you feel things, hear things, and you see things that maybe you haven't seen before. So uh, like I say on most of these podcasts, just take a minute, slow down. Maybe you didn't get a chance to kind of slow down today, right? It's okay. Like slow down, like maybe tomorrow morning, just wake up and be like, you know what? I'm going to go for a walk and I'm not going to put any music on. I'm just going to walk and I'm going to listen. I'm going to watch. You would be shocked. With how crazy your mind is, all the nutso stuff that's in there, and you'll be cra- you'll be, you'll, you'll be surprised about what you see and hear as you kind of open yourself up to that. So, as we uh, jump into Good Friday. Um, we're going to go through this passage in John nineteen thirty. Before we do that, uh, I just want to say thank you for listening. Those of you who continue to listen, maybe you're brand new, and maybe you've been listening for a long time. I just wanted to say thanks, and and so f- thanks for those of you who continue to give on Patreon, uh, p a t r e o n dot com forward slash Front Porch Confessional. Uh, really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much. John nineteen verse thirty. When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and he gave up his spirit. You know, I'm really good at starting projects. I mean, I'm like really good at them. I'm like, humped i research them i go on youtube i i research and 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 i go into home depot i love the whole like getting the tools that you need to be able to start the project i i love getting the lumber i like the i like the chaos of the whole thing i love starting the project i love Putting up all the, you know, if I'm doing a wall or, or doing a rebuild or doing some show, I just love it. I love the whole thing, right? I love the problem solving that goes behind it, and I love all of it. I love it, and, and I'm really good. At getting all those things started, I mean, I remember putting in wood floors, like laminate wood floors, in the first house that Patty and I owned. Man, got went went down to the hardware store, got all the stuff, you know, put started putting in the wars, blood, sweat, tears. I get in all the wood floors, and then what do you have left after you put in the wood floors? Well, you've got to put back the trim on the on the walls, and then once you put the trim up, you got to cover up. Uh, all the holes where you've put it in with your nail gun your finishing nail gun and then you gotta paint you know I hate that stuff so guess what I put in the wood floors and I was like woof good job and it's and it was there without trim for about six months you know my wife's like you gotta be kidding me man like look at these I mean the floors look amazing but you gotta finish thing, this thing off so, oh gosh so I got it in there finish. and I so I'm I'm really good at starting projects I am not good at finishing them. And that's why I think this, this passage is so beautiful, so painful, so important. You know, and one of the difficult things as I was working through this passage, one of the most difficult things as a pastor is hearing, it's finished. Um, from people who they want to get a divorce, or they it's an end of a friendship, or even if they, they want to leave a church, it's, it's just so painful. You know, it's so painful for the people. It's honestly painful for me. And point, you know, watching people and sitting with people and trying to help them go, no, you you can keep going. Like you can, you can keep moving forward. You don't have to end this thing. But they've just kind of given up. They've given up all hope and then despair sets in and they just give up. You know, is, is, is this what Jesus is saying here? Is he going, "Look, it's all finished. It's all finished." Is he going, "Listen, here's the thing. I'm done with you all. I'm done. I'm so done with you all. I'm done sacrificing for you. I've been sacrificing for I'm done. I'm so I'm so done sacrificing. I'm done being patient with all of you." I'm done. Do you do you know everything I've done for you? Do you know how I've sacrificed, how I've loved you? Do you I'm just done. I'm done forgiving. I just forgive over and over and over. I keep forgiving, right? I'm done with being patient. I've been so patient for all these years. I'm done. I'm I'm over it, right? No grace for all of you. Now, now you get to experience the full weight. Of my wrath, because of your sin in betrayal, I'm done. It's finished. Is that what's going on? Because if it's the case, if that's the case, it wouldn't be Good Friday. This we wouldn't be calling today Good Friday. We'd be calling it like Sad Friday, like Hard Friday. So, what makes Good Friday good? God, he fulfilled all, not some, all of his promises. He did what he said he would do. He didn't lie. He doesn't play tricks on us, right? He really does love us. Listen, he really loves you. He really does love you. And his mercy is so generous and holy that even when we rejected him, he was faithful, faithful to the point of death. When Jesus proclaims, listen, this is when Jesus proclaims it is finished, he is proclaiming that he has fulfilled what the Father has called him to do. He was obedient where we were not. He was faithful where we were unfaithful. He was sinless and death lost its sting and Satan and his kingdom are hopeless because the kingdom of God is here right now the true king is on his throne and that changes everything you know it's it, it, it's so crazy to me it's so crazy that those words are so painful right they're, they're so painful What Jesus is proclaiming as he is on the cross is painful separation from God, the Father. He lived in eternal union. He's the uncreated creator in this moment. Separation. And he says it is finished. It is finished These words are so painful But so beautiful Because what Satan intended For evil God Made Good So How should that change The way we live It should change Absolutely Everything Right, Because we need to stop throwing bombs. We need to start building bridges, right? Because isn't that what Jesus did? The word became flesh and he moved into the neighborhood. He incarnated Emmanuel, God with us to reconcile us to God. So why wouldn't we do that with other people? We need to love where there is hate. We need to forgive the unforgivable. We need to be patient when we want to punish and be in a hurry. Right? We need to be patient when we want to push. Right? We got to slow down. We need to bless those who curse us. I could keep going on and on and on, and simply what I'm saying is we need to be like Jesus. Because today, 2,000 years ago, everything changed when Jesus said, it is finished. But have you been personally changed by it? And are you changing others as a result of it? Because this is what Jesus is inviting us into in this Good Good Friday narrative. He is saying this. Are you willing to lay down your life like I did? I could have rained down angels, legions of angels, to destroy all of humanity for the mockery, for the insults, He could have called them down, but he didn't. He said, Father, forgive them. They know not what they do. So how are we living this out in our lives? Because that is why Good Friday is good. It's because Jesus modeled for us a way in which we are to live our lives. And it says in Isaiah that it pleased the Father To crush Jesus. Now that's hard for us to get our heads around. Like if you're if you're reading through that prophecy in Isaiah, you're like, that just seems so cruel until you realize that it wasn't pleasure in the sense of like he just loved this pain. No, no, no. The obedience, the reverence, the commitment that Jesus made to see. It through at the cost of his own life so that all of humanity could be rescued and reconciled is what pleased the father and Jesus was willing to do that because that's what he had been called to do and the question that we have to keep working through and thinking through is what does that mean for me every single day We live in light of that good news, of that gospel truth. That's why it's good news, because we didn't deserve it, as as Ephesians says. We did nothing to deserve it. None of us can say, look what I did. None of us will get to heaven and go, look, I'm here because I was a good person. No, no. we will all fall on our knees and we will praise the King of kings and the Lord of lords, because he died in our place and that's why it's good friday because it is finished is just the beginning like when jesus says it is finished jesus's it is finished is our beginning of life and life to the full and so let's live it well let's do it well and so the question is this how are you living in light of good friday in light of Jesus' death because as we transition into resurrection Sunday Easter Sunday we have to realize you don't have a resurrection without death and the same thing is true for you and for me in every area of our life where do you need to die so that you can rise again oh We love you, Lord. We're so grateful, Jesus, that you are obedient to the point of death and death on the cross. You bore our sins. You carried our weight, our pain, our sin. We deserve death, and you gave us life through your sacrifice. Thank you. We praise you. Help us, Spirit of God, to live in light of what you've done for us. So, take a breath. Reflect and believe that the God of the universe is near to you in your own heart. Until next time, cheers.